You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Thursday. It is 5.01. We are on time. Dan Lanning's whipping you into shape. God, he really is. Well, apparently. He makes everyone better. Well, it's it's well noted now that you officially have some sort of uncomfortable man crush on him. I love him. But apparently. great. Apparently, Dirt also admitted his man crush on Lanning today as well. Mm. So, well, te- I can see why. Technically, he admitted it first since they're on in the morning. So the question Look, is, you may have to fight for Dan Lanning's love. He can have him. He's a Duck fan. I just, I'm telling you, Dan Lanning's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I think he's fantastic. I don't know if I've ever seen you this smitten with a coach in the 20 years we've been doing this. And I find him... I find him to be on his way to being an elite coach mm. in college football. Now I had, a... and he might run for president. <laughs> in which case, he would get ninety-five percent of the vote. Now I had a man crush. It wasn't really a man crush. It was more of a dad crush. I just wanted to hug Mike Riley. I found him very lovable. I loved him too. And I wanted to give him a big old hug. I never got to, which kind of bums me out. I I will say that if I ever get a chance to run into him again, I will get my hug. I always said that I was going to hug him when he made the Rose Bowl, thinking eventually that would happen. Well, it didn't happen. He never went to a Rose Bowl. Never went to a Rose Bowl. Mm. It was like his, I want to say it was like the fourth or fifth year we were doing this, and I just found him to be such a a good-natured guy, and we were joking after one of the games, it was one of the press conferences, and we were leaving, and I said, uh, he like kind of put his arm around me a little bit, and I said, when you go to the Rose Bowl, I said, I'm just going to give you a big old hug, and he was like, book it and then it just it never it never happened so maybe you one day can share the man hug with dan lanning that i never got to have with mike riley a couple of announcements uh we've got a road show coming up we're going to be at alna sportsbook for a live show uh on monday november 21st so i want you to put that in your eye cal celebrating the new sportsbook yeah i was just out there actually today and they did have a little bit of a issue with their ceiling out there. Yeah, someone said that there was some like water damage, and so it may be. No, it's not bad. I was all just right, there. We're, we're all right. It it'll be ready to go by the twenty <laughs> first. Is it ready but, now? No, they had it closed off. Okay, but I would um, I would tell you, having been to the to all of the new sports books in our area, yeah, A and A is by far the nicest one. It it's really nice what they've done with that. 
And so uh, you can place wagers there now. It is the closest place to place wagers. Yep. And, and you, have... can, you can bet on college. You just can't bet on yeah. any game involving one of the Washington schools. Correct. So. And they have little kiosks where you you don't even have to go to the counter. You can just bet yeah. right there on the kiosk. So great. for you Ducky fans, if you go up there, you cannot lay some sweet action on the Ducks this week because I know. the Huskies. So uh, ALNA Sportsbook, Monday, November 21st. The Monday night game is um, Niners-Cardinals that night. So we'll be out there. and We'd love to see you out there with us. Uh, I did want to re-promote Joey Harrington's Bourbon Barrel Benefit link. Um, they are so that is live. If you like bourbon, you're going to want to read up on this, and uh, it is all for a great cause. Joey Harrington's Family Foundation, and the link is at the top of my Twitter page at irop. If you'd like that, or you can just Google Harrington Family Foundation, and and the link is there. Uh, they are trying to raise one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go towards um, scholarships for kids in our state. And they do scholarships, and they provide those kids with like mentors to kind of help along. It's a really cool program. Now, there's only 10 days left in this because they're, they're, they're pulling it after uh, 10 days, and they have so far uh, raised $22,575, which is good, but it's only 15% of the way there. So raffle tickets cost 100 bucks, and you could win uh, some serious, and I mean some serious, Whiskey. They have some limited bottles, single barrel of the Buffalo Trace, and then the grand prize is a 23-year bottle of uh, Pappy, Yeah, which uh, if you can get your hands on it right now, which you can't, goes for about six to seven grand. So this is uh, it's a cool thing for you uh, brown lovers out there. This is fantastic. And could be a good thing to pick up for, you know, for the holidays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so you have 10 days left to do that. Check out that link. Read up on it. It's for a great cause. And our friend uh, Joey will tell us more about it tomorrow when he comes on. Um, I think that's all I needed to promote for now. Now to the other than I would like to promote that I'm great, and that you love Dan Lanning. I would like to promote that I am greatness. Yeah, I just now thought about that. I really am. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, re- isn't it amazing? You had to ruminate on that for a while, kick it around, and coming up in the club tonight. Um, we have TV nuggies. Um, I don't know if you saw what's going on with Chris Rock. No, well, I did. What's Chris Rock up to? Yeah, this is big. Oh, boy. Did he screw something up, or is it good no, Good big? Not at all. We'll check in on Twitter. Bad big. Um, we've got Twitter news, and the new season of Yellowstone firing up as well. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not allowed to watch that. Why not? Well, because my lady's going to be out of town, and I've been uh, threatened. Yeah, which, don't start it without Well, her. I'm going to start it anyways, and then just lie and say that I didn't watch it. I mean, right. <laughs> That way you can fall asleep. Absolutely. During it, and yeah. you already know what happened. I just say that's the most. We'll talk about this. I think that is the most ridiculous clause in any relationship, is not being allowed to watch something when the other person isn't there. We all have it. It's horse nears. It's apt. Do guys feel the same way, or is this exclusively a female thing? That's a total wife thing, right? Has any man ever been upset? I'm Uh I'm looking uh over at uh Buck. I'm looking at Buck. I think I'll say this: if if we've been if we've been on (laughs) if we've been on a show for four or five seasons and we watch it together every episode, and it's like episode you know if it's a finale of the final and and we're and i'm like at work and it's on and i go home and she's halfway through i'd be disappointed i'd be like yo i thought we we're gonna watch this you together. know what but, buck you're qualifying this but we can see right through it you are a don't watch it without me guy i might be yeah you are i see, might be you're trying to put the most extreme case but the bottom line is hmm. you're upset if she watches something without you you ninny hmm yeah you are well, Literally. no, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm fine watching no. it myself later, but I, I mostly don't want to know what happens because I walked in halfway through. 
I would like my wife to stay in the other room and watch her own shows. Exactly, right? See, we do that, too. We have split shows as well. TV is better when the sexes are divided. Go in there. It's just, it's it's a better, I can have the TV at the volume I want. If I want the subtitles on, I can rewind, I can pause. No one's laying on top of me. It's just, it's a better experience. It becomes an ordeal when we have to do it Exactly. But you know what is? That's quality time. Well, hey, and it's not. If it counts as quality time, like I, I have, I am the worst predictor of what does and doesn't count as quality time with yeah, my wife. Yeah. So if she says, "Hey, this counts as quality time," I'm in. Isn't it fascinating though that quality time can be you on the couch not paying attention to her, her on the couch not paying attention to you, but that's quality time. Like I said, it's unpredictable. I don't get their mindset with it. But if they tell me, that she quality. says, hey, this <laughs> counts, I'm like, ah, let's do it. You're in the same room, indirectly focused on one another. Yeah, and I often have to check, hey, is this going to count as quality? Yeah. Like, we went to the casino the other day and played some pie gal. Yeah. Hey, hey, is this going to count as quality? It counts, time? right? She's like, yes, this Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And she's like, I love it so spontaneous. Mm. She had like, a taste oh. of that pie gal. Well, I should have done that a long time ago. The most fascinating one is when, if she's upstairs, not and she doesn't even aware of anything you're doing. That's fine. You can be downstairs for three hours, but the moment you leave the house, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to go do something. What do you mean? We're hanging out. No, we're not. You're upstairs. You wouldn't even... If I didn't tell you... We couldn't be hanging out on different floors. Exactly. But the moment you leave the house, then apparently there's some sort of sacred bond that's broken. That's ridiculous. All right. Well, now we're behind. So uh, Jason Quick, Blazers Insider, Ropping the Bank, our picks against the spread, 530. That's what's coming up this hour. It's the busiest hour of our show throughout the week yes it is this hour right here so let's get started with the hot five at five hot topics hot opinions oh golly i'm hot today and hot air it's time for the hot five at five that's hot the hot five at five on prime time with isaac and sue no i mean it that's very hot the hot five at five with isaac and sue on 1080 the fan number five well, your Zers are without uh, Damian Lillard tonight, apparently. They're in New Orleans taking on C.J. McCollum and the Pelicans. Yeah, he's just resting the uh, second half of the back-to-back, and he's resting the calf. So Southern, that's about to, it's about to get underway. Uh, LeBron could miss significant time. He has a groin strain. He hobbled off last night. Does it really matter at this point? Lakers are just 2-9. and nine. I think they're tanking. They're all kinds of bad, but they can't tank because they don't own any of their picks. Yeah. Like, they're just... They're just hooped, but apparently they they may be shopping Anthony Davis. Would you want Anthony Davis? Sure. What do I have to give up? <laughs> get buck just denying our hot Number Anthony Davis four. trade talk. Well, I thought you guys were done. It was kind of no, stalling out there. I was thinking about what maybe a first or a second, maybe a first. I'd give up a draft and pick. little. <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat, two firsts and a little. I mean, and little, <laughs> not a little person. Yes, if you didn't have to give Two up, first. if you didn't have to give up a significant player, Simons, no. one first for Anthony Davis. No, I, I, Anthony Davis is going to play about thirty-seven percent of the games. <laughs> Mariners need to uh, beef up their lineup, and nothing says beef like Mets outfielder Brandon Nimmo. Oh, have fun with that. The Mariners are showing interest. Really? 
Yes, he hit 270. This is these numbers are going to knock your socks off. Says, so are you sitting down? I am. Well, I am. Brandon Nimmo is hitting, or last year hit 274 with 16 dingers and 64 RBI. Now, does that sound like a Mariners acquisition or what? Well, actually, it sounds like the best Mariner outfielder not named, uh, you know, J Rod. That's fair. I mean, um, the, the, the Mariners are. It, it's it's sad. I thought you were going to go with like a Conforto. Justin Verlander opts out of his contract with the Astros. He has become a free agent. No, the rumor is the Mariners are, are looking at uh, they are going to bring in an in, or an outfielder. I mean, yeah. And Brandon Nimmo is on their uh, list. Yeah, bring in an outfielder and go find someone uh, at second or short, and uh, let's make it happen. It appears the Rose Bowl may be one of the holdups in moving to a 12-team college football playoff in time for the 2024 season. The game. Uh, is still negotiating its role in the new format. What they want to do is they want to keep their exclusive broadcast window, which is 2 p.m. Pacific on January 1, even in years where they host a semifinal. That is the wrench. Heather Dinich of ESPN reports the Rose Bowl is willing to concede its traditional Big Ten uh, Pac-12 game in order to host quarterfinals, but they want assurance. these other assurances in the new contract. And she also says that they have not heard back from the playoff in two weeks. Yeah, the Rose Bowl has always been a little bit of a thorn in the side of uh, progress because they want to keep the... They always view themselves as different. They're the granddaddy of them all. Number two. Number two. Number two. Thursday Night Football, Carolina hosts Atlanta. It is raining out there. Um, I don't know, about to get underway. Who cares? Uh, Josh Allen not at practice today for the Bills. <laughs> Kyler Murray was at practice for Arizona. Um, I'm just enjoying that. It's raining. What, what? The Raiders have placed, by the way, Raiders pulling the shoot. Yeah, well, Waller's out. Uh, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro go on the IR today, and their linebacker, Blake Martinez, retires at the tender age of 28. Yeah, he made some decent cash. It was like 27, 28 million bucks. But calling it a day. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, Boy, call, it must be bad there. call it a day when you still have all your faculties about you and you got a good chunk of change. Like Chris uh, Borland. 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 Somebody pointed out about Martinez. Uh, the dude is 28 years old and he walks away with $29 million in bank. Yeah. yeah. And again, if your knees aren't shot and your head is uh, is on your shoulders, Borland walked away with because he was like an undrafted guy. And he was, but he was only like two and a half years in. He was. He yeah, was I was really gonna young. say he was about to get paid. He left yeah. before he even yep. got yep. his big. And payday. his thing just came down to he had had concussions, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not doing this." Yeah, they were getting scary for him. Yeah. Also, a Niners cornerback, Jason Verrett, popped his Achilles in practice today. He is done for the season. Number and one. look, he is just. He's one of those guys that's supremely talented, and he just his career is just ravaged. Speaking of a guy that should probably walk away, I, I give you him. Do you think Blake Martinez would retire though if the Raiders were six and two? Maybe not. You know, there's definitely an element of you know if you're putting your body on the line and your team stinks and you hate the culture and you're like, what am I doing this for? Did you know that those two train wrecks, the Colts and the Raiders, meet this week? Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, and I'm not touching that thing. Uh, uh-uh. I wouldn't even know no, where to go with. That. I wouldn't either. But the, the I, I'm stunned that the Raiders are a favorite against anyone at this point. But, well, but the Colts, I mean, yeah. Jeff Saturday. So it's like a six-point spread. I'm like, yeah, they kind of want to load up on the Colts now. I'm not touching that thing. The Attorney General in Washington, D.C. has filed lawsuit against the Commanders, Dan Snyder, the NFL, and Commissioner Roger Goodell. He says the league promised to fix the toxic culture of the commies, but instead lied and turned a blind eye to Dan Snyder's attempts to silence or intimidate witnesses. He also says the league and Schneider had a secret agreement to allow Schneider to veto the release of any investigative results. I'm confused by this. So I was kind of reading through, and there's already like nine different investigations going on against the commies. 
But they're saying that this is a civil thing. So it's just about money. And they said each lie carries a, a, a penalty of up to five thousand dollars. What even if you had hundreds of lies, like what are we what are we talking about here? This is just this is odd. And you you so you're suing basically saying that the consumer the fan was defrauded because they weren't aware of how crappy the organization was. Weren't they 100% aware of how crappy and crooked this organization is? I mean, I'm, I'm all for holding teams accountable, but this seems a very weird political grandstand sort of thing. All right, we'll get to more of that coming up, but uh, we've got to move on. There's your Hot 5 at 5. Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, is standing by. What is going on with the Blazers? They're actually pretty good. They're really good. Yeah. They're tough. Feeling very good about my bet. So we will get to that next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, pleased to have you along. Our Picks Against the Spread coming up uh, next, a segment we like to call Roppin' the Bank. But first, let's talk some Blazers. Every Thursday at 5.15, our friend Jason Quick from The Athletic joins us, our Blazers insider here. Hey, I meant to ask you last week, and um, I don't know if you're still doing it, but um, last year when you were on, you were talking about your hot NBA betting picks. How are you doing with your NBA bets <laughs> thus far? I haven't been doing well. I've been getting like uh, three out of four on my parlays. So, oh. yeah. Any um, anytime someone laughs when you when you ask how the gambling's going, that's not <laughs> a good. No one's ever like, <laughs> don't, it's great. Don't do parlays. That's yeah. no good. <laughs> No, parlays, uh, parlay. You're not going to win a lot of parlays, but they're fun. Yeah, that they are. Yeah. Do you have any hot uh, picks tonight? There's only four games tonight, but who you on? I, I like the Blazers getting eight and a half. Yeah. All right. Well, it's they're already down two. So. Uh, they're up one right now. Actually. Oh, they are. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me ask. Funny. I mean, I they've been they've been underdogs in every game. I know. I think, uh, but one this year. I know. It's weird. It's like Vegas doesn't watch them. Right. It's been crazy. Well, I'll ask the question. I mean, like they're fun. I mean, I, I my large wager was on the thirty-eight and a half win total. I I thought that they were going to be much better than that. But I mean, they're eight and three out of the gate. And I ask the question. I mean, is is it too early to tell, or is this is this a top four team in the West? 
I don't know about top four, but I think uh, I've been I've been super impressed by this team. Um, look, they're winning on the road. They're winning close games. Uh, they've beaten good teams. It's not like they played a cupcake schedule. Uh, they're showing a, a ton of depth, which I think is really encouraging. Um, and it's not been hero ball. It's not been Damian Lillard carrying them. It's been a lot of different guys, be it Josh Hart or Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simons. Uh, they are getting a ton of contributions from a ton of different people, and uh, and they're playing defense. They entered today uh, ranked eighth in defensive rating, which is it's really something else. And uh, I, I've just been super, super impressed. Sure, people can say it's early and all that, but it could have been a lot worse. And uh, look, they're the sec- second in the West right now, and, and they beat legit teams. So I think it, I think it's been a, a, a heck of a start. I can't remember uh, being this encouraged by a start in uh, a lot of years. So I think Blazer fans should soak it up uh, enjoy it while it lasts and, and see how long it lasts. Yeah, the the beginning of the NBA season is always clunky because guys are in and out of the lineup. But what bodes well, it seems, for the Blazers is guys have been in and out again tonight. But they're still tough no matter what. Yeah. And I think that was Chauncey Billups' whole vision is that if you play hard, a lot of good things will happen. And this is the hardest playing Blazer team maybe in my 25 years of covering the team. I, I cannot remember. I mean, those really good teams with, with Pippen uh, and Rashid and Bonte, they played pretty hard too. Uh, but this team needs to play hard because they're not as talented as that group with, with Pippen and all those guys. So uh, that is a huge thing for this team is how hard they play. And they've brought it in all 11 games. And, and right now I'm watching them right now. They're playing their butts off again. So this is going to be, looks like it's going to be 12 straight games out of the gate where they have given supreme effort. Now, you know, it's an indictment on the NBA that, that playing hard yes. can go this far, but there's a reason why yep. teams don't. Is this sustainable for 82 games or is this one of those things that, you know, that there's a reason why teams don't play like this the first 20 games of the year? Well, I think there is because we're seeing right now that the depth is for real. Yeah. And we still haven't even seen Gary Payton the second yet. And that's going to help a lot with minutes and being able to give guys uh, some rest. So, you know, I mean, they're even playing Jabari Walker, the 57th overall pick, yeah. and he's contributing for him. He's playing meaningful minutes on this road trip and giving them something. That is remarkable. Nobody could have. Uh, guess that. Trendon Watford coming off an injury, stepping in, giving him huge minutes. He was essential to that win in, in Charlotte last night, playing 25 minutes. And, you know, I mean, Nasir Little, I think, is having a great year, and he's having trouble getting on the court. He's mm-hmm. only playing about 15 minutes a game. And I, I wish I had Chauncey's ear right now. I'd, I'd like to know what's going on with Nasir's minutes, because I think he's really, really playing well. But he can't get consistent minutes. Well, and then you get a guy like Sharp who comes in and he never played college. Yeah. And we thought it would be like an Anthony Simons thing in a couple years till he produces. And we've seen him start. We've seen him contribute. And he does not look like the moment's too big for him. Exactly. I mean, you fit it on the head. And what I've been impressed with is his defense. And Chauncey said this 
from day one that he can keep people, guys in front of him. It's just when he's got to cover spaces or switch or cover an area, uh, he gets a little confused. But, you know, keeping guys in front of him at this level is uh, it's pretty impressive. And I think that really bodes well because he hasn't played in a year. And I so I think the more he plays, just the better he's going to get. So, uh, again, that's another thing that bodes well for this team is he's only going to get better. Is he the most athletic player on the roster? No question. No question. And everyone in that locker room says it without hesitation. What is um, Jeremy Grant like as a person? I haven't totally got to know him, but, God, the guys rave about him, and he has a presence about him in that locker room. The guys love him. They absolutely love him they're really drawn to him i i likened it a lot to ed davis how ed davis kind of came and people just in the locker room just knew he was cool and knew they liked him and that's the same way with jeremy everyone calls him jg he just he's like a magnet people really like him like being around him respect him and he just has some gravitas in that locker room and uh he's really helped a lot of that too with the way he's played he's he is probably in a lot of ways the most valuable player of this team because of the way he allows them to play defensively he takes the the point guard defensively on most nights and that is a huge relief to dame to Anthony, and it allows them to be more a more aggressive defensive team so he's completely changed the way that they look and that the way they attack teams from a defensive perspective. And then offensively, God, I remember last year at this or last week at this time, I was kind of dogging on his offense because he just was coming off a four turnover game against Memphis. And I thought he was forcing too much and, and trying too hard on offense. And then he goes out the next game and basically wins the game for him at Phoenix. I think he dropped 30 and was hitting tough shots. And I was going, boy, I wish I wouldn't have said that on Isaac and Sue's show. But, uh, you know, he is he is really – he's been better than I thought he was. I, I think he is uh, really a, a, a top-level player, and he's been perfect for this team. What are the injury updates with him and Nurkic and Lillard and basically the whole team? Well, Nurk's not playing tonight. Sharp's not playing tonight. Uh, Lillard's not playing tonight. Neither is Keon Johnson, but uh, Jeremy Grant's back in the lineup. Uh, they went with the starting lineup of Simons, Justice, Hart, Grant, and Drew Eubanks tonight. Are any of these, I mean, I don't think any of these are serious. I don't think they? any of them are, I don't think any of them are serious. Okay, yeah. Good. And Lillard's, I think was just kind of a load management thing because it's a back to back tonight and they want to be really careful. So, uh, they really want to make sure that this isn't an ongoing thing all season, so they're going to play it safe on the back end of a back-to-back. Hey, hey, murder ball for four quarters. I love it. I, that's my favorite thing to close out games is when they go small. Our own little miniature Golden State. Yeah, and hey, Chauncey Billups has coached his butt off this year. I mean, the, he has played or made all the right moves this year. and He's went small uh, to – win on opening night against Sacramento, went small the other night uh, in Miami. 
he's been masterful in keeping teams off balance and switching from zone uh, to man to man. He's really made a lot of right decisions and a lot of adjustments in the course of a game. And that's something we didn't really see a lot with Terry Stotts. Terry was just kind of, we're going to do our thing and we're going to do it all game and we're going to do it all season. But Chauncey's been very good about, hey, this isn't working. Let's change. Who got through to Nurkic? I feel like at the start of the season, that was a bit dicey with him out of the shoot, and still, I mean, kind of is. Who who got through to him? Well, he has a really good relationship with both Chauncey Billups and Roy Rogers, who's the defensive coordinator and kind of the big man. Uh, he's a 6'10 guy who played three years in the league, and he really respects uh, Roy and Chauncey. And they have a really open and honest line of communication. It, it, as uh, Nurkic says, hey, there's no sweet talk. And that's the hardest thing in the NBA. Guys are always trying to tell you what you want to hear, and they're not really being honest and trying to help you get better. And I think both Chauncey and Roy have been very honest and very hard with Nurk. And he's learning how to better accept that criticism and coaching and work on it to get better. So uh, I think Nurk's, you know, Nurk's always going to be Nurk. There's going to be a lot of frustrating things about him. But there's a ton of teams that would love to have him, love to have that size, love to have that passing ability. He's a pretty good defensive center. Uh, you just got to kind of live with his, you know, missing the close shots, the whining about the officials, the foul trouble sometimes. But I think you can win with him. Uh, can you win big with him? I don't know yet. But uh, I, I think he, I think he's on the right track with Chauncey and Roy. I, I think he's improving. Uh, and I know a lot of people are down on him right now, but I think he's been a really essential to a lot of their victories this year. Well, i tell you what, I, I liked Stotts as a coach. Uh, wasn't the greatest coach, but I liked him. But, uh, you know, those people that were screaming back then, you know, maybe make a move at coach and Stotts isn't the guy, they're kind of, they kind of have a little fuel here, don't they? I mean, this is – Chauncey's kind of making Stotts look – Ordinary. Yes. I, I I don't want to make it about Stott. I, I think it should be about Chauncey. And I think Chauncey's showing that he can coach. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've come on this show and I, I wondered early that does his coaching skill extend beyond his ability to relate to players? And we're seeing that, yes, it does. And I, I remember coming on here and, and telling you how – uh, Lillard and Hart both really strongly endorsed him after the preseason and said, from a tactical standpoint, he is really sharp and he's almost too sharp because we're having a hard time understanding his vision. But we're seeing now that with time and with instruction and film study that they're getting his vision. And, and we know that they like him and they want to play for him. So they're given effort. He's shown he's making the right moves, pushing the right buttons. And schematically, they're pretty solid. And, you know, he, he's designed some pretty nice plays coming out of timeout. Uh, he's made a lot of right calls, not calling a timeout in Miami at the end, allowing Lillard, Lillard to kind of uh, create and find Josh Hart. So he's just made a lot of nice decisions. And I think he's proven uh, as a second-year coach that he's got it. He, he's got that it. And he's smart, so I, I, I think it's uh, it's more an indictment of 
or more of an indication of Chauncey's ability rather than something mm-hmm. that Terry uh, didn't yeah. do. Because I think Terry was a very good coach as yeah. well. All right, uh, Jason Quick, every Thursday, 5.30. Uh, you can read his stuff on the Blazers in The Athletic. He is our Blazers insider. Uh, talk to you next week. Thanks, Jason. Okay, see you guys. Blazers currently lead the Pelicans 27-24 into the first. Yeah, and if you've got them uh, plus eight, then you're up by 11 right now, feeling pretty good, although it's the NBA, so the first three quarters don't matter. Our picks against the spread coming up next. Here's Buck. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. All right. Uh, Roppin' the Bank, Thursdays, 5.30. Last week... Uh, we were all winners. Uh, Big Souk, 3-2-1. and one. Uh, Overall, you are plus 16 units. For those of you just tuning in, we are doing it by units this year. Uh, so you can you can bet anywhere from one unit to five units on a play. And we each have three 10-unit plays available for funsies. I've already used one of them, and my God, did I have to sweat it. <laughs> but it, it won. I went 3-0-1 last week, and a big gainer. I am now only down 12 units. You were down, what, 20-whatever? No, I picked up 20 just in one week. In one week. What yeah, were I was you? down 32. <laughs> now I'm down 12. <laughs> hey, man, I'm hot. That's quite the comeback, honestly. You keep laughing. I'm red hot. I'm feeling it. Buck, 2-1 and one last week for a measly three units. Bunch of cowards around here. Don't you worry. I'm loaded for bear this week. Now, I should reveal that we have all made a play. We revealed these earlier in our broadcast on this game, t- for some reason, on this game tonight. Because why else would you watch this game unless you had some action on it? So Suk has Carolina plus three for two units. I have a San Francisco-Carolina teaser. That's Carolina plus eight and a half and San Francisco minus one for five. And then Buck has the under of 41 for two units. So we've got to get those uh, logged. Um, Suk always has the most plays, so let's start with you. Well, that was my first one there. Um, again, I didn't understand why Atlanta here on the road is favored. I think this is an overreaction to last week, so uh, I'm going to take my Panthers. Uh, the other one that I'll go, and that was for two units, this will be a three-unit play. Again, I think we have a hard time, and I fell victim to this too. We have a hard time admitting when teams that we thought were good stink. It's easy for us to, to go the other way. But it is, it's really hard. And so I think when you look at teams like the Packers, when you look at teams like the Rams, you look at teams like the Buccaneers, we want to sit there and be like, they'll all eventually get it turned around. Well, here you are, you know, eight, nine weeks into the season. Yeah, there's room for improvement, but Tampa Bay is not a good football team. They're just not. Historically, they're the worst rushing team to this point in the season in modern NFL history. Tom Brady isn't terrible, but he has 10 touchdown passes. In nine weeks, their offense is averaging about 17 and a half points a game. They're not good. You know who is good? The Seahawks. 
But Seahawks, if you take the first couple weeks out of the season, their defense is playing at a top 11, top 12 clip, depending on what metric you want to look at. The secondary has gotten much better. They're getting after the quarterback. And we keep waiting for Geno Smith to fall apart. It's not happening. Geno Smith right now is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Boom. And yet somehow Chew on that. I'm getting points. And this one's over in Germany, so I guess it's a closer flight for Tampa. But <laughs> Seattle's the better team. I'm getting three points here, although it might be down to two and a half. I, I can only give you two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. I'm getting points, and I'm the better team. And remember this. They, and I mean the, the Buccaneers here when I say they, they eked out a really kind of come from behind, I'm not going to say lucky, but pulled that one out of the fire against the Rams. What would we be saying about the Buccaneers who would have dropped five in a row had they not mounted that comeback? I mean, look look through them, right? They'd be three and six with some really bad losses in there. So I like Seattle here. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to go four units. I'm going to bump it up. I talked mm-hmm. myself into an extra unit. Four units on the Hawks. All right, Seattle plus two and a half. I have, I have one college play. I've been toying with TCU this week. They are catching seven at Texas. I know. But made me nervous. This, I'm on them. This, I'm on TCU. You like plus TCU? Seven. See, yep. I like TCU, but the status of Quentin Johnston is a big one, and they're kind of playing coy with him. If he doesn't go, I don't like TCU. But he's that uh, wide receiver that is a really tough cover. He yep. opens up their offense. So Sonny Dykes is saying that he's going to play, but uh, I, that could be a decoy. The other thing about the Texas TCU game that's weird is it's a bit like Tennessee and Georgia last week. I was on Georgia because that because all the everybody was jumping on Tennessee and Georgia, you know, is just they're just damn good and you get the best of Georgia in their in the biggest games. I can't say that about Texas, but this game does feel like that Georgia Tennessee game, right? Where everybody's jumping on TCU, but the bet is actually Texas. See, I like Texas in this too. You um, do. I do. Minus seven. I like Texas here, and kind of what I'm thinking along this is, we've seen this from Big Twelve teams, and this isn't a slight on TCU necessarily, but TCU is not the fourth best team in the country. They're not. We've seen this. They're, they're from a talent standpoint. They're they're just not. But we've seen teams like this get hot. But how many times do you get to this point in the year and you see a team that's three, four, five, and they're like TCU? And eventually, something comes up and, and, and bites them on the ass. Teams like this don't go undefeated. And Texas just got done slaying Kansas State. I kind of like Texas in this game. Well, they didn't really slay them. They, they had to hold on to win that game. They were up big. And that's, that's the thing about Texas. that It's like they're not Georgia in, in, the, in their ability to put anybody away. And TCU just hangs around and hangs around and has been great in the second half. But... With the Quentin Johnson thing, I, I don't know. That's a weird one. I'm not touching it. I only have one college play, and it's. A, I'll be quick. Oregon minus six and a half in the first half mm. is a five-unit play for me. I think Oregon is is much better than Washington, and I think you are going to get excellent Bo Nix and Oregon in the first half of this game. The thing that scares me about the bigger spread, which is 13, is Penix late. Maybe airing it out, getting a late score, backdoor cover. Sure. I don't love the the overall spread, but I do love the first half. I think Oregon is going to get uncorked on Washington. I don't see how Washington disrupts Bo Nix. And so minus 6.5 is a pretty small number to lay at home. Oregon minus 6.5 in the first half for five units. I've got a couple college plays. Um, first one, uh, elsewhere in the state, Oregon State. They're laying 14 yes. to Cal. And I watched Cal last week against USC. I watched Cal two weeks ago against Oregon. They kind of hang around. Wilcox 
gets them playing decent enough defense. I just don't think Oregon State has the horses to blow that one out, and I think Cal's going to keep it close. So give me Cal plus 14 you can get it somewhere. Love 13 that. and a half other places, but 14 uh, at Caesars for uh, four units, please. Ooh, four units. That's Buck's biggest play yet. It is. <laughs> Let's get your other college play, and then we'll go to the NFL. Uh, yeah, the other one is the other team that I just saw last week. That was Colorado. The, they play USC this week. That over under at 66 and a half. I have no idea how it gets there. O Colorado has no offense. USC has plenty of horses, but they're going to be in control so early. I don't think they're going to score 50, and I don't think Colorado cracks 10. So give me the under 66 and a half. Four. Oh, for uh, three units. You haven't seen USC's defense. <laughs> oh, I saw him against Cal. It wasn't great. <laughs> All right. So there's our college. Defense is horrific. All right. I'll jump to the NFL. Uh, I'm going to take Titans, Broncos, Titans minus three. Number one rush defense in the NFL. Uh, Denver's not going to be able to throw the ball at all. Ryan Tannehill is back. So all this talk about, you know, I, I feel like we're kind of off the danger, which like they suck. No, they suck. They're not good. They can't throw the ball. This is going to be upon Russell Wilson's shoulders. I like Tennessee here. Uh, Tennessee is sleepy good, and now with Tannehill back, they cruise in this. I'll go ahead and lay the three. Give me three-unit play on the Titans. i got another teaser for you. Um, I am going to tease, and that, that's where I can move a line six points either way, um, but you, you, you do it for two teams, and both have to win for you to win the bet. So I'm going to tease Minnesota all the way up to 9.5. Now, that spread has come down to 3.5, but it opened at 9. Buffalo was favored by 9. This is before we knew Josh Allen was hurt. Well, now there's a bunch of questions about Josh Allen. I get the sense he's not going to play. If he doesn't play, I love this. We get Minnesota plus 9.5. But even if he does play, he did not look great last week. Minnesota is a very good team with a good defense and some good skill guys that can give Buffalo problems. Buffalo is not playing their best right now. Minnesota plus nine and a half, no matter who is at quarterback, I feel pretty good about it. So I'm going to put that one with Detroit plus eight and a half. Your Lions are playing at Chicago. I do not see the Bears getting separation on the Lions because the Bears defense sucks. So I will tease that one from two and a half to eight and a half. So I'll take the Lions through the key numbers of seven and eight. And I feel good about this one. I'm going to go five units, teaser, Minnesota plus nine and a half, Detroit plus eight and a half. Mm. Uh, speaking of my Lions, the fighting Dan Campbells. Let's do it. Three units getting three points. Believe it or not. Oh, you're putting it at three. Huh? I'm putting it at three. Oh, well, then I can tease him up to nine. Right? Yeah, it's sitting Is here. The... I'm pretty sure it's at three. Let me, let me scroll, scroll, nah, two scroll. And a half. Is it two and a half? Yeah, don't be trying to steal points, bro. Well, some of these plays I made earlier in the week, so I'm just writing down what I got at the time. All Detroit right. plus two and a half. Detroit plus two and a half. Um, people... People are sleeping on, on Detroit. I get that their record stinks and they find a way to give away games. And their defense was absolutely atrocious. But if we go back over the last six weeks, believe it or not, the DVOA, the Lions have a better defense than the Chicago Bears. And the Bears can't stop a nosebleed. And yes, Justin Fields has been playing much better. But he's done it against a couple teams with zero pass rush. That won't be the case with the Lions. I like the Lions here outright. Plus, I'm getting points. I may put a little uh, money line bet here, but if for our purposes. Ten units, ten units, ten I will be taking units. a three-unit play uh, on the fighting Dan Campbell. Okay. Uh, Buck? Uh, yeah, only one NFL play for me. It is in that Minnesota-Buffalo game that you referenced earlier. Because Josh Allen may not be playing, because the weather is supposed to be between 25 and 35 degrees with rain, sleet, and snow, give me under 43 and a half. Buck goes those, uh, yeah, those loves the uh, over unders. Over unders. 
I um, specifically like being an underbetter. It's like it's like being the house. You start as a winner. Forty three and a half. Uh, forty three and a half. How correct. many units you want on that? Uh, three units, please. All right. Uh, I got one more. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I will take Cleveland at Miami. The uh, Browns are getting three and a half. I just think the Dolphins are a little bit um, overvalued. You know, the Browns run the ball. The, the thing about the Browns is. It's all about their matchup. If if you've got a team that doesn't stop the run very well, I'll take the Browns, uh, particularly getting a field goal and a hook. And Miami gave up over 250 yards on the ground last week. So Cleveland will be able to run the ball. They are coming off a bye. They have to have this game. Miami's fat and happy. They're playing well. That's a good offense. But I think Cleveland's a little undervalued. That's too many points. Plus 3.5 Cleveland for five units. My final NFL play will be uh, going back to my we have a hard time admitting the team stink, uh, and I did at the beginning, but I don't now. Packers suck, and Cowboys-Packers, this thing sitting at four. Uh, Green Bay's beat up on the defensive side of the ball. They just look dejected. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing well. They're not going to score points, and Dallas will be just fine. I'll go ahead and lay the four. Ten units. Give me a two-unit play, Cowboys at the Packers. All right, Big Sooks on Carolina tonight for two units. They are plus three, and uh, last I checked, they are leading three to nothing. Seattle plus two and a half for four units. Tennessee minus three for three units. Detroit plus two and a half for three units, and Dallas minus four for two. I've got two teasers, Carolina, San Francisco, Minnesota, Detroit for five. Uh, Oregon, first half, minus 6.5 for 5, and Cleveland, plus 3.5 for 5. And uh, look at these over-unders from uh, our friend Buck. Uh, Colorado, USC, under 66.5 for 3. Atlanta, Carolina tonight, under 41 for 2. That's looking pretty good. It's already in the second quarter. Minnesota, Buffalo, under 43.5 for 3. And he's on Cal, plus 14 against the Beavers. Uh, for four. Rop in the bank, 5.30 on Thursdays. We'll be back. It is 5.51 on the fan. All right, final sports story before we get into the club tonight. Uh, Bill Belichick has admitted that the Patriots are tipping plays. Oh. He says the Colts and Jets defenses knew what was coming, and that is why the Patriots offense sucks balls. Is it possible that the offense sucks balls despite the fact that they're tipping plays? Well, that's tr- yes, it is entirely possible. I mean, possible. can two things be true at the same time? Right? But it is interesting Belichick admitted that the Colts' defense knew it was coming. He said, um, so they asked him about uh, Shaquille Leonard calling out plays before the snap because they were playing Indy. And yeah. by the way, they smoked Indy. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't really because of their offense because Indy went like 0 for 14 on third down. I do think they went. I thought it was 0 for 13. Either way. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not good. That got old Frankie fired. Uh, Shaquille Leonard called out plays before the snap. Um, you know, because Belichick doesn't really give up much information, right? But yeah. he was candid about this. He said, "We definitely want to prevent that, and we definitely saw that happening." Mm. He said, "I thought there were uh, two or three plays for sure that Leonard really got a big jump on us and stopped us, basically, on those plays." Was it? Is he is he saying why was it a formational thing yeah. or just? He didn't say why. He he went on to say that um, it's not just the Colts; it was the Jets and linebacker C.J. Mosley was calling out plays before. Uh, some snaps in week eight. He said Mosley got a couple of those a couple of weeks ago in the Jets game. It almost looked like he heard the play in the huddle. He was on it so fast. Leonard had a couple like that too. So whether it was something we were giving away or something that he anticipated based on whatever the keys were yeah. that we might have picked up, we certainly want to try to prevent So again, that. he's not he's saying that they're not certain how. But he may know how, but he's not going to say it. Yeah, defensive players are really quite clever. We were talking about this that it, when when I was with the Buccaneers especially – Dude, some of those defensive guys are really, really slick. One, they watch a ton of film, but body language stuff, they pick up on on audibles, 
Um, you see this a lot, like after a quarter or so, if you run the same, if you're running the same stuff, defensive players will pick up on terminology and checks at the line of scrimmage. I mean, these guys, the idea of defensive players just being big, dumb animals, is just not the case. Well, some of them, but there are some very, very smart guys and other people can even be watching from the sidelines trying to pick stuff up too. So I just was wondering if he was saying exactly how, but he may not even know other than the fact that they're giving something away. All right, the club is next. We've got uh, we've got a lot to get to. Um, Kentucky Fried Chicken had to issue an apology today. <laughs> really? Yeah, we'll tell you why. Well, I don't even, is there? I don't even know where a KFC is anymore. Oh, they're around. Are they? Yeah. I well, never, I mean, you can't miss them. I never see them. Um, we also have to check in on Twitter, and we have uh, we're going to start with TV Nuggies. Mm. Spe- speaking of chicken nuggies, the latest on Chris Rock, what he's got going on. I've kind of moved on to Popeyes, to be honest with you. Over what? Over uh, KFC. I feel uh, like I, I never eat at KFC. I feel like I come across Popeyes way more than I do KFCs. I don't eat a lot of fried chicken, but um, when I do, it's it's a Popeyes. What about Long John's? Do they have any of those here? <laughs> Long John Silvers. I think that turned into a massage parlor out in Woodburn, <laughs> and it got to, someone booted off a political campaign. All right, the club is next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 